Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Boy, it looks like snow out there. They certainly had a bunch of it in the Northeast, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's where it belongs. Great to have you here. Uh, Money Penny, does this does does it feel like Friday to you, or is it just me? No, it feels like Friday. Yeah, I don't know why the week has just been kind of uh, meandering its way towards its conclusion, but uh, we're gaining on it. Here we go, hour number one, Thursday edition on the Bobby Mack Show, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here's how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Just uh, give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And my email address, bob at 1063word.com. Really encouraging to see that the pollsters are uh, right on top of it again. Rasmussen, who uh, can't get much of anything right, they have a, a new poll out. Voters think Biden doing a better job than Trump as president-elect. <laughs> what? Biden hasn't had an opportunity to do anything, so far, which is good as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he, now there he's been, uh, well, look, he was in the basement. Then he went to uh, Georgia to campaign for the two communists who are running for Senate seats down there and uh, had a pitifully small turnout. And uh, during his remarks to people safely in their vehicles so they wouldn't catch the dreaded Chinese flu, they would honk their horns, you see, in appreciation for uh, Dementia Joe's remarks. Uh, he, he didn't even get the name of one of the candidates right. He called uh, Osof Orsoff. But he has done some hard-hitting interviews with reporters. Tell me, Mr. President-elect, uh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> and Rasmussen has a poll on who did a better job as president-elect. This, it just shows you the, uh, the lunacy 
the uh, sycophants on the left, they do anything they can to uh, to prop up their heroes. Oh, including including uh, Mayor Pete from uh, South Bend. Uh, we'll we'll work our way around to uh, NPR uh, with their uh, drooling approval of uh, him as well. So uh, let's let's uh, get going and get to the phones and uh, begin in uh, Joanna, as my friend Eddie. Uh, who was originally from Joanna, likes to refer to it, the gateway to Columbia, Joanna. And Jesse joins us from there as the leadoff better. Hi, Jesse, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Bobby, you could not have made my day any better, friend. I had that written down. Bobby, I've been listening <laughs> to you since uh, I... No, no, I had it written down. I wanted to know if you would say it, and you said it, and that made my day. <laughs> Bobby, when I first started calling you, I'm serious, man. I want you to get emotional. When I first started calling you, it was 2008, and you said that, and I'd never heard Gateway to Joanna, and I, that's become a staple in my life. I tell people that. Yeah, my my uh, buddy, uh, my buddy Eddie, who is a uh, Marine, because we, you know, once you're a Marine, you're never a former Marine or ex-Marine or any of that. Once you're a Marine, you're a Marine for life. He used to famously, well, still does, I guess, refer to uh, his hometown. Uh, well, either as the Mill Hill or as the Gateway to Columbia. So happy to be able to, to honor Joanna today. Yes, sir. The Mill Hill sounds right. But uh, yes, sir. No, I, I'm telling you, man, when I first started calling you, I was an 18-year-old young man. Uh, I was not dating anyone at all. Um, just a single guy working at the YMC. I was a lifeguard. And right. I turned that radio on to 106.3. And listen to you in the afternoon, and you were just a, a staple of my growing up. Since then, hey man, since then I've gotten married. I've had two kids. Holy and I cow! You know, my friend, and I, I mean this. I mean this. Uh, you have watched me grow up, and we have never met in person, Bobby Mack. We never met. I hope to meet you one day. But you've watched me grow up, and I'm married and have two kids, and you've been a staple part of my life, my friend. Man, that is uh, that's impressive, Jesse. Because, um, I. I you know, uh, people people go about their daily lives and and uh, proceed along uh, the pathway of life and meet somebody and get married and have children, start a family and and all that. And uh, to to think uh, that 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 all happened uh, within the lifespan uh, of this show uh, is is really pretty cool. Well, it is, sir, and I mean that sincerely. I really do. I mean that from the heart. And you talk from the heart every day, so you know what I mean. I, I'm not calling to tell you this. And uh, I just wanted to make sure I got in. I told money people I'd wait all day. I didn't care. I want to make sure I got in and talk to you because you, I mean that. You uh, you didn't, You as a young man trying, and I grew up in a conservative Christian home, so I was never mm-hmm. confused. Don't misunderstand me. But, right. but you reaffirmed, you reaffirmed, much like Rush does every day, you reaffirmed that we're not out here alone, that there are other people. And your callers, your callers, you reaffirmed bet. that in the South Carolina area, we're not alone. And, hey, the job of the caller is to make the host look good. So I'll say this, and I'll get off the air. <laughs> I need that stuff, too. Uh, just know that, man. I appreciate your work. I appreciate Money Penny's work and everything. And, uh, you know, we lost Russ, um, and that was a blow. And, and now you're retired, and, and I'm happy you're retired, but it feels like a change in the guard at 1063. Yeah. But I trust that everything will be well. And, uh, man, I could go on and on and on. I love, I know when the John Adams theme song plays it, it must be three o'clock. I, just, I know that because <laughs> that's your show. Well, but, it's hey, all very, hey, hey, it's man, all. I'll say this. 
Yeah. No, I'll just say this, and I'll let you go. If the Rasmussen poll did a poll on you, you must be polling 100%. So you take that for what it's worth, buddy. <laughs> very <laughs> kind. You're good in my book. Very Love kind, you, Jesse. Thank you very much. Right back, brother. Love you, too, and mean it. That's, uh, that's, that's impressive to, uh, and humbling at the same time to have been uh, a part of someone's life uh, through all those various experiences and everything that people go through. That's, uh, that, that's pretty cool. And and neat to think uh, that that I have been a part of that, however small for however many hours of the day it may have been. Uh, it's it's very flattering and and very humbling at the same time. Uh, it is of course the uh, Christmas season, and uh, that means that uh, we are of course using Christmas bumpers and uh, you know doing what we can to celebrate uh, the season and the holidays. I always seem to have a tendency to make people reminisce. And, uh, and this Christmas season, again, uh, our pal Morgan Freeman is going to join us. Uh, he is uh, no exception to reminiscing about holiday memories. Here's Morgan Freeman with another holiday memory. Christmas Eve, 1945. Times were so tight we couldn't afford a tree. But that wasn't going to stop my daddy. So he packed us up and moved us to a snowy forest. Well, I lost two toes to frostbite that night, and a coyote ran off with my grandma. But it was worth it for that tree. Well, after all, I got more toes. And besides, grandma kind of smelled funky. Happy holidays! <laughs> and that's another holiday memory. With Morgan Freeman. He, uh, he just knows how to reach out and touch your heart, doesn't he? Thanks, Morgan. Appreciate it. I don't, I don't know, I don't know who, they, who the Bobby Mack semi-professional player is uh, that plays Morgan Freeman, but he sounds, he sounds more like Morgan Freeman than Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Oh, God. Could be worse, though. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah, the uh, 
Money Penny knows all too well, and you you may because I, I've shared it over the years. Uh, Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives is my absolute unfavorite Christmas song of all time. Now, my baby doll Brenda knows very well that my favorite one of my favorite Christmas albums is uh, the uh, the the Phil Spector Christmas album. Phil can't enjoy it. And much anymore, I guess, since uh, he's in uh, prison for a life in California for shooting and killing his girlfriend. Uh, but he was a great music producer before he went totally off the rails. And uh, and uh, Brenda and I were running around today uh, in in her car, and uh, she uh, slipped in uh, that uh, that Christmas album. So I got to hear a couple of my favorites, uh, including uh, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes, which is great. Uh, White Christmas, of course, uh, you know, Bing Crosby, that's a, that's a, a classic as well. Um, Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. But then I, I've said before, I could listen to Nat King Cole sing the, sing the Yellow Pages, and, and it would sound good. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Burr Lives Politics uh, completely uh, put me off him. Hey, uh, I did not pick that one. No, you didn't. Who was that version by? Was that, was that Dolly Parton? That was Lady A, as they're called now. Oh, you're kidding. The ones that uh, dropped Antebellum because it's uh, whatever? Yes, that was them. Yeah, well, they're off the list, too. <laughs> they still yes, have great voices, though. Yes, uh, well, yeah, they're, they're, but, but they're, they're lefties. They're as bad as Burl Ives are God's But it wasn't Burl Ives. Yeah, no, but just, just about as bad. But thank you. Thank you for the thought. It, it's the thought that counts. You and, are so very welcome. And I am a little curmudgeon about these lefties. No. <laughs> yeah. But I disguise it so well. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> to uh, my stomping grounds of Taylor's and Deanna's next up here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Deanna. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you very much. Um I will say one thing before I start off. Um, it's only been maybe a year that I have uh, listened to your program, and I just want to say that it always seems that once I establish a great relationship, they always seem to uh, go their different directions. Oh, and, boy. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss calling, not being able to call into you. You listen to all of us very well. You always give us great feedback, and um, I wish you the best. Well, thank um, you. I appreciate well, that very well, much. And, and, and I appreciate you guys yeah, putting up with me being a bit of a curmudgeon from time to time. <laughs> a Christmas <laughs> Grinch, as it were. <laughs> what I want to talk about is um, I was not able to get on the previous show, but there was a lot of talk about Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that they did not talk about, which I think is a really big issue, um, and maybe they just didn't know, that McConnell has very close ties with China. Yes. And uh, and his his wife and her family um, have a shipping business mm-hmm. in which it, uh, it is subsidized and operating through the China government. Yes. And then they cannot, they cannot manage without them. So, and 
Mitch McConnell is the beneficiary of this company, is what I have researched. Yes. And um, so I don't really expect a whole lot from him. No. And uh, if you know what I mean. Um, and, and he hasn't disappointed us in that regard. Correct. So um, the, the question and point I have is, why do we have senators that have business dealings with other countries that are that have a position that we look up to? Um, because they're they're not going to be they're they're, they're going to be biased. Sure. Well, and and the and short answer the short answer, Deanna, is is very simple. The guys that make the laws are not going to make any laws that restrict them from uh, creating situations in which they can increase their own wealth. But you're right; right those those laws should exist. But are they going to make them? I mean, look, you know, Donald right. Trump starts with uh, totally realigning trade deals with China. Uh, you can only imagine the uh, the negative reaction that's going to engender in uh, Mitch McConnell and his wife and their in-laws uh, with their huge right. uh, container shipping company that makes, I'm certain, tens of millions of dollars uh, transitioning material from China to here and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, um, it's, he's, he may be Republican, but he's part of the swamp. Yes. Yeah, I think that's an accurate assessment. And he's proven that by coming out the other day, recognizing Biden as the president-elect, uh, while other members of the chamber, Rand Paul among them, uh, are, are saying, hang on here. We haven't had the joint session uh, of the House and Senate yet. Nobody is president-elect. And then uh, the news reports yesterday that I shared with you, and I'm sure you probably have heard here or elsewhere, that McConnell uh, had a meeting or sent a message uh, to the members of the GOP caucus in the Senate and said, now, don't anybody, don't, when we have this meeting, don't anybody bring up you know, uh, wanting right. to challenge any of the electors. Uh, I mean, if that's not working hand in glove with uh, the progressives, I don't know what is. Right. And and for I know that for someone to, for one senator to ra raise a question, they probably feel that their life, or their family's life is on the line. I'm certain that they do. And yet, uh, trust me on this, there will be some patriotic members of the Senate and the House who are willing to look beyond their own political careers uh, in order to do what is right and be able to expose all of the fraud that happened in this, in this 2020 election. Uh, Rand Paul, I suspect, who knows, Ted Cruz, um, uh, certainly uh, maybe as many as half a dozen members of the House. So uh, the, the first part of January, first part of 2021 is going to be pretty interesting to watch. It will be. 
Well, thank you so much for taking my call. And my I pleasure. And I best for you. Thank you, and and uh, I appreciate uh, you being with us uh, for the last year. And uh, stick yeah. around, stick around uh, going forward. Thank you. I will. You I bet. will. Thank you. Three thirty here on the Bobby Mac Show. Little Annie is ready to go in the news center. I'm right back on the other side. More of your calls are coming right up here on the Thursday edition on WORD. Welcome back. 3.37 now, coming up on 23 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, I, I mentioned uh, the other day, I guess it may have been even uh, last week. Yeah, I believe it was last week uh, that I had received uh, an email from a friend of mine, a guy from the Intel community, generations uh, behind me. He was much more recent. Uh, his, his era was uh, over in the sandbox where he spent uh, eight or nine years as a, a case officer for Langley, Brandon Blackburn is his name. And, and he had mentioned uh, that he was about to uh, gear back up a project that uh, had, had started and then kind of went away for a while and, and now is uh, uh, re-energized and coming back. It is a, a, a website, uh, a new app, and uh, the whole nine yards on the web and the site is uh, back up and running now, and it's called Ops OPS Lens. Uh, they have a, a new interactive experience, a new app, new contributors and shows, and the uh, they they have a uh, the the people who are contributors on this runs the gamut, really. They have uh, Intel guys, uh, special forces officers, Fortune 500 executives. A uh, high-powered New York attorney, leading expert on economic warfare and financial terrorism, experts on China, tech industry insiders, along with the uh, veteran contributors uh, that have been with Op- OpsLens from the uh, beginning. Uh, they've added a new health and wellness section, uh, linking up, up with their partners at Frog Fuel, company founded by two former Navy SEALs as the name implies, and Verve, which is a company uh, with a passion for improving people's lives with wellness products. And the app is available just about everywhere, Google Play, uh, the App Store, Roku, and Apple TV, and has tons of new new features, including their Truth, uh, Truth Brigade, which allows uh, you to be citizen journalists and to highlight uh, what users all over the world are experiencing without uh, the usual censorship that you experience at uh, Silicon Valley. And uh, he's a good guy, really good guy, patriot, and uh, and it's a good site. So you, if you have a chance, uh, check it out. Again, it's called Ops Lens, O-P-S-L-E-N-S. To the phones we go. Let's head easily and bring in John here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, John, and welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you, Bobby. Hey, listen, um... Uh, I, I love to listen to you when I can. I always enjoy you. And um, I just want to say thank you for what you do and what you've done and wish you all the very best in the future. Well, thank you very much, um, John. I, I sense I sense from your accent you are not originally from these parts? No, I originally grew up in New Zealand and lived a while in Australia. And, uh, yeah, gotcha. and then I, and, and I married, a girl, married a girl from Alabama, and here I am. <laughs> nice. Well, it's great to have you here, Kiwi, yes. because uh, 
there were uh, some of your brothers in arms that were in uh, Southeast Asia, and I can tell you, uh, they were the real deal. Uh, it was some good. There's some good blokes over there. That's you sure. bet. You but bet listen, there are. Um, um, uh, I, I just want to make a couple of comments. Um, I've been listening to a couple of other talkback radio people, conservatives, so to speak, mm-hmm. saying that you know Trump. Trump is now a sore loser, and he needs just to <laughs> shut up and go home. Right. Um, and my my reaction to that is, I'd be a pretty darn sore loser too, if uh, I had had this election. Um, pulled out from underneath me like he has. Um, and as a result of him, uh, as a result of uh, the Trump and the Trump campaign making all of these court cases, things are starting to be exposed that otherwise wouldn't have been. Right. Because I doubt very much whether any Republicans going to ring up and say, oh, you know, we cheated, this is how we did it. They're just going to go home and be quiet about it. Correct. Uh, Trump has forced it. Um, because if we don't get this sorted out, what's the point of elections? Because, uh, um, you know, an election, that's, that's one of the, the privileges and joys of living in a democracy. But if you it's bet. going to be corrupted, yes. then what's the point? Yeah, it, know, right. The, the, the end result, as you, as you correctly point out, John, uh, is essentially uh, disenfranchising people. And as a byproduct of that, voter suppression going forward where people will just throw up their hands and say, well, what in the hell should I bother to uh, to vote for? Exactly. Uh, if they're going to cheat, uh, then, uh, you know, I'll just uh, forget about it. And it's it's interesting because the media immediately piles on with a, a point of view uh, that they try and sell. And that's the one that you mentioned. Trump is a sore loser. Uh, he ought to just shut up and go away. He lost the election and he ought to learn to live with it. In point of fact, to my mind, what is wrong? What's the problem with doing a forensic investigation to ensure that yep. the election was fair and legitimate? Seems to me that's the path yes. that everyone should want to follow. Exactly right. I mean, we we see uh, football coaches on the sideline jumping up and down when his decision <laughs> doesn't go their way. For sure. Um, but but it's not uh, not good enough for Trump. And now, my final point before I leave you in peace is the Republican Party. Um, they're a complete disappointment. Yeah. And I I believe that they don't really want to be in power. My evidence for that is Paul Ryan. Um, they've never did anything to support Trump. The, mm-hmm. Those who did, you could count on count on a couple of, of hands. I really think that they prefer to be in opposition because life is easy in opposition. Um, it, it's, it, life is harder when you're in power and you've got to make decisions, but it's easy to sit back on your, on your backside and complain and point out everything that the governing party are doing wrong. Um, that's, that's easy. Anybody yeah, can do that. I I think there's something. I think there's something to that, John. Because, and and Rush has talked about this on on his show as well. Uh, you're right. The expectations are substantially lower. The bar is not nearly yeah. as high when you are in control and can do something. And if you really are not incentivized to do it in the first place and people are expecting you to, to accomplish what you yeah. talked about on the stump, and you don't, 
then yeah, many of them would prefer to to be uh, backbenchers, if you will. You know, yep. people that are yep. are perfectly happy to sit back and uh, and snipe uh, from the back benches uh, where the pressure is significantly reduced. So yeah, I, I think there's something to that. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know what the future um, of the Republican Party is. I I would like to think that maybe President Trump will turn his back on them and form his own party. We need a third party anyway. Yeah, um, if if it's one that has some teeth and one that has some legs, and and look, you know, if if Trump does decide if things work out where Biden actually goes to the White House, uh, Trump decides to form a MAGA party or or whatever they would end yep. up naming it, uh, that that would be a pretty powerful force if you're starting with uh, the 75 million people who voted for him in this election. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Great points. Thank you, John. Um, You enjoy your retirement and don't forget to keep hitting it down the middle because you can't go wrong when you do. (laughs) Well said. Good on you. Good on you, John. Thank you for the call, sir. 345 now, quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Welcome back. Nine before four o'clock here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, Sorry, I have uh, been... uh, distracted from the text line this afternoon, so I'll, I'll catch up here as we go along. Uh, Bobby, they should, if they form a new party, they should call it, instead of the MAGA party, call it a Constitutional Republic Party or the CRP. Uh, Bobby, I predict the end of talk radio in the next few years. The left has no tolerance for anything they don't like. It's already started with YouTube deleting videos about election fraud. Yeah, you know, we we hear these, uh, certainly heard the same kind of talk uh, during the first years of the Obama administration. But I can tell you this, as as long as we exist in a capitalist society, as long as talk radio continues to attract an audience and advertisers, uh, it will still be here. In other words, as long as it's still profitable... Uh, I, I think there are, well, I don't think, I know there are individuals at the high corporate levels of uh, the company that, that owns us, uh, that, that are uh, more of a, a progressive mindset. Uh, they're uh, believers in that ideology, and yet, uh, you know, they, they like uh, the color green, and so they, uh, they leave us alone. Uh, Bobby, I hope President Trump does martial law tomorrow. Uh, You know, he signed an executive order in 2018 uh, prohibiting foreign intervention in our elections, criminal charges, treason, tribunal court. Uh, Bobby, so the experts, in quotes, are telling us we have to wear masks even if we get the vaccine? Yeah, that's what Fauci said the other day, while he was also busy saying we should cancel Christmas. Somebody, somebody needs to tackle Fauci. That's, that's what needs to happen. Are they admitting already the vaccine doesn't work? Or do they just want us to wear that symbol of submission forever? Uh, that's closer to it. To the phones we go. Ray joins us. He is in Clinton. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the program. Hi, Bob. Uh, thanks for taking the call today. Yes, sir. Uh, what? I was watching the uh, proceedings yesterday about the uh, fraud in the 
voting and stuff like that. Quite a the show. Senators talking. But they seem to be centering on the voting. They're not, they weren't talking about the people who vote. You know, the people that were actually doing the uh, uh, illegal voting, the only one person uh, mentioned they should have a uh, special registration card for voting in U.S. national elections. And uh, I think that would be the, probably the best idea. Everybody gets his own registration card instead of using the registration in a city where they live. Now, there was it a guy uh, uh, there's a guy named Doug Truax. He wrote a piece today at American Greatness that had a list of things that need to be done going forward to ensure we don't have a repetition of this. And among his, his uh, list of things that need to be done, with limited exception, election day is election day. No more of this voting for a month. To make it equally yeah, accessible right. for everybody, election day would become a national holiday so no one will be denied a chance to vote. Photographic voter right. ID will be required without exception. No more absentee ballots except for military personnel or voters who are medically impaired. Early voting has to be eliminated or sharply curtailed. All votes must be counted by election day. Paper ballots, no more same-day registrations. Uh, all voter records must be available online. Yeah. And all election vendors should be American companies. I mean, what are we doing uh, having voting information leaving this country in the first place. Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, what I was watching. It reminded me of when they do the gun control things. They they hammer the guns instead of the people that are misusing them. Right. Yeah. They, well, uh, the, you 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 understand, Ray, that they have a a way of approaching this. They they love to try and establish. Uh, to frame the discussion to favor them. And, and they know the media is going to support them in whatever they do. Like we were just talking yeah. a couple of minutes ago about, you know, uh, Trump is a poor loser and he's a crybaby and he should just give up and go away. No, no, he should not. He should insist that we have valid, free, fair elections and any investigation into that, it seems to me, is certainly worthwhile because all that's at stake is election integrity, right? Yes. I got a quick question for you. It might uh, solve a few problems, too. I thought that the State Department had to okay anybody doing any business with foreign governments. Uh, where you... was Hillary Clinton when Obama and uh, Biden were in power there? Yeah. Well, you are correct in that. If you are doing business or representing a foreign business, uh, it is against the law to do that without registering at Foggy Bottom at the State Department as an agent of a foreign power. And yet it appears that that is roundly ignored. Got to run, Ray. Thank you for the call. Hour number two of the Bobby Mack Show is on the way next.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.